Well, it's great to see you today. We, uh, we do have a, a very special day planned, and uh, before we get into that, our servers are going to collect our offering. I know that's early in the service for us, so I want to give you a, a moment to prepare for that, and we just appreciate your generosity. But before they take up the offering, let me, uh, let me just tell you something really, really great. You know, as you know, last weekend we celebrated our Thanksgiving Sunday, and we have been talking for several weeks about a special offering. Our goal was to raise $10,000 so that we could, that's going to go to uh, supplying a lot of benevolence needs in the community as, as well as uh, um, uh, some, some of our neighborhood kids that are in need this time of the year, bike, bikes and food boxes and just a, just a huge amount of different things that we're doing. And uh, we've been talking about that for a while now. Our goal was $10,000. We raised $12,451. So it's going to go a long way. To, it's going to help a lot of people. We're really, really thankful for that. If you did not get one of those Christmas bags, that's, we've partnered with two of our local schools, Lassiter Middle School and Fairdale Elementary. And they've supplied us with a, a number of kids that are in need this year and so if you the the bags are out in the lobby if you sign up to take one it's got a list to buy a christmas gift some uh, hats some gloves just some things like that and uh and they can sign you up in the lobby for that as well as we're also supplying food boxes for families in need this year and we got rid of almost all of those tags last weekend we appreciate you guys taking those but we have just a couple more left out in the lobby if you want to be take part in that uh, we just appreciate. Let me pray for our offering and I'll let our servers uh, come on and, and collect that. Father, we thank you for your faithfulness to us. We thank you for your generosity and the privilege that it is for us to share in that and to give back. And, and we pray that you would use the offerings that we've collected over the last week uh, to just do, uh, to really help people to understand that Jesus loves them. Help us to be as generous as as you call us to be. And Lord, now would you, would you bless this offering as well? And we ask that in Jesus' name. Amen. I'll invite the service to collect that. Uh, also want to let you know, it's that time of the year again where we are going to be voting at the, end of the, at the end of the year on the proposed budget for 2024 and for leadership candidates. So those, uh, the budget proposals and uh, uh, the leadership candidate the list of the candidates are out in the lobby if you want to look those over. We've got three weeks to look those over. If you have concerns or questions about that, we ask that you would reach out to one of the elders. If you don't know how to get in touch with one of the elders, you can uh, call the office or see one of the staff. We'll be glad to, to direct you there. But uh, in three weeks, we're going to take that vote, and we're looking forward to that. And we are excited that you're here today, and I hope that you had a great Thanksgiving uh, and, and now hopefully you're ready for Christmas. If you're not, we're, that's our goal is get you ready for Christmas. I'm just wondering, any of you that uh, maybe just show of hands, do you have your Christmas decorations up now? Okay, now how many of you had your Christmas decorations up before Thanksgiving? How many of you had your, Thanksgiving, or your Christmas decorations up since last Thanksgiving? Anybody, <laughs> anybody have that? I had a friend in high school, his, uh, they had a tree they kept all year round, and 4th of July, they'd stick little American flags in it, you know, Halloween, they'd put pumpkins, it's just, it's just the year-round tree, it's, that's efficient, I guess, is what you might call that. Well, we're, we're excited, today's going to be different, a different service, and I hope that you brought a Christmas ornament that represents your family. Now, if you forgot to do that, or maybe you're here today and you're like, I don't know what you're talking about, I didn't hear about that, uh, I'm going to give you an opportunity to 
to slip out. We've got some ornaments out in the lobby. They're hung up on that pegboard out there by the door. If you want to slip out, I normally don't encourage people to leave during the sermon. But if you need one of those, just to take a second to go out and, and grab one. But, uh, and, and we're going to do something really cool. What we're going to do, we get this special tree up here. And if, if you're anything like we are, we've, we've got ours set up in the living room, and we've got a bunch of ornaments, but some of them are kind of special, and some, they sort of remind me of, you know, years past and different things, different people, and uh, just, I just like to look at them because they bring back memories and it makes me happy, you know, it just, just gives me a little, bit of, a little bit of joy. And this year, we want to decorate this tree with all the ornaments that represent our families. And this tree is going to stay on the stage for the month of December. So when we come in here to worship, uh, you'll be able to see that tree. You'll be able to see your ornament and just kind of just be reminded of what this season is all about and help us kind of focus our hearts on Jesus. So what I'm going to do is I just want to share a few words with you. Uh, and, uh, and then the band's going to come up and they're going to lead us in a few songs. And as they're doing that, when I get done, when I get wrapped up and the band comes back up here, what I'm going to invite you to do is when you're ready, you just come on up and you can hang your ornament as a family. Just you come up and hang your ornament on the tree. And then we have communion prepared over here. And we would invite you to come over and have a moment and take the Lord's Supper and uh, just take all the time you need. And then you can make your way back to your seat and we'll wrap the service up from there. I know we got some kids in here today. We're excited about that. I was thinking about Christmas as my favorite time of the year since I was a kid. You know, guys, uh, there was a reindeer that always talked back to Santa. Did you know what he named him? He was Rudolph. Somebody, uh, some kid was already way ahead of me. You knew that one. Rudolph. Yeah, that's pretty good. Uh, Nobody laughed at that, but it was, I thought it was good. Oh, man. Well, there are a few things, I think, that bond people together like a, like a shared Christmas memory. And I think that's what we're all after this time of the year, is we want to, we want to feel something. We want to, to remember something. We want to have something that we can look back on and, and just have some you know, fond feelings about that and fond memories. I don't think there's anything at all wrong with that. I think, that. I think that's something that God put in us. And there's, there's just something about bringing people together and sharing a memory together. And the good news is you can be proactive about that. I think a lot of us this time of the year, we're scared that we won't make memories or that it won't happen because maybe the stars didn't align or whatever, and we're just kind of worried that the season's going to pass us by. Uh, but you, you, can, you can make them. You can take the step to make sure that happens. In Luke chapter 2, you know this story. Uh, when Jesus was born, it says the angels appeared to the shepherds out in the field. And then when the angels left, it says that when they, when they had returned to heaven, the shepherds said to each other, well, let's go to Bethlehem and let's see this thing. You know, let's take the, the steps. Let's go see what happened that the Lord's told us about. So they hurried off to the village, and they found Mary and Joseph, and there was the baby lying in the manger. And after seeing him, the shepherds went, and they told everybody what had happened and what the angel had said to them about this child. And all who heard the shepherd's story were astonished. And this next line is what I think is real curious. It says, but Mary kept all these things in her heart. And she thought about them often. She remembered 
It was, a, it was a memory for her. There's something inside of us that wants to remember the big moments, especially the, time, the times when God's been moving some big things in our lives. And you see that all through the Bible. Whenever there was a, a big move of God, people would build an altar. They would, uh, you know, or, or a memorial, something that they could look at every time. And they could be reminded of, oh, yeah, remember when, remember when God did that? Remember when we saw that thing happen? They wanted something that would trigger that memory. And we've got lots of things like that in our lives. Now, on my Christmas tree, we've got a lot of different ornaments that are really special to me. And, and some of them look like this. Uh, these are a couple of ornaments that my kids made when they were little. You know, this one's made out of like uh, little glass beads. And this one's just a couple of popsicle sticks that they colored and tied string around may have made this in Sunday school I'm not sure but uh, they, you know, these are things that hang in our tree and I like to look at and just kind of think about the kids and how much Christmas means to them this is one that I've had uh, for a, a long long time uh, I got this when I was in school I just always liked this it. it's just a bell and it's just it's just really nice and sturdy but I got this in 1989 you know so ooh, long time ago there but uh, that was that just I, I've just always liked looking at that bell. Even when I was a kid, I always thought it was just cool. And then when Megan and I got married, there was a lady that, uh, that was a friend of our family, and she took one of our wedding invitations, and she was able to, I don't know how she did it, but she took the graphics off the wedding invitations and put it in a Christmas ornament so you can see like our names and the date and some hearts and stuff. And so this one hangs on our tree, and that's always pretty special, reminds me of you know, just, just being married and the, the day that the lady gave us that. And, and kind of look back and, you know, it's, it's getting a little older and older. It's starting to yellow a little bit. And that reminds me that I'm getting older and older. And we've been married for a long time. She's getting ready to trade me in here in a few, few years, you know. But, uh, but it's, just, it's just good. Those are the things that remind us of the big moments. Because most of our lives is lived in the in-between you know what I mean by that? We live in between the desire and its fulfillment. Most of our life is lived in between desiring the dream job and then finally getting the dream job. Most of our life is, is between wanting a family and then, you know, and then waiting. And, and maybe it's, it's struggling through singleness or it's struggling through infertility issues or waiting and, and hoping and praying. It's, it's, it's that the time that we spend in between the moments, that's where life is. Back in 19, uh, 1957, the January issue, 1957 of Reader's Digest, Alan Saunders wrote, he was the first one to say this, that life is what happens to you while you're busy making other plans. Some of you thought John Lennon came up with that. That's not true. It came from Alan Saunders, 1957, Reader's Digest. But it's true, and so what I wanted to do today is I wanted to challenge us with five things that you can do, and I really hope that you take these seriously. I, I, I'm, I am taking these seriously this year, and really trying to make the time to, to slow down and create memories that will last. If you want to have those this Christmas, here's a, a great way to make sure that it happens. Number one is initiative. Choose to make something happen. You just gotta you just gotta make the decision that we are going to take time to make special memories together. Because memories don't find us, we find them. I think again, we, we sort of wait around for things to happen. And maybe 
you know, maybe the right things will fall into place. And I just don't think it really works that way very often. But I would love for you to think about the next four weeks. Before the end of the year, what are the special moments that you want to create with your family, with your friends, with your neighbors, with people around you that you, you love and care about? Make a list. I mean, take the time, open up a notes app in your phone or whatever you have to do to jot down what are the things that you would like to do this year and decide that we're going to make this happen. We're going to make this happen. Ephesians 5 reminds us, be very careful then how you live. You think about what this verse says, be very careful, not as unwise, but as wise, making the most of every opportunity. But it'll never happen unless we're intentional. We have to make a decision. Memories don't find us. We find them. But the second thing I really would, would love to challenge you to do has to do with time. Set aside the time for something to happen. That's where we, we miss it. We always, you know, I don't know. I, I felt like October and November have flown by. And, and we've been talking as a family. I said, I really don't want December to feel like the last two months have felt. They've just... I don't know where they went. It's just gone. But it's, it's not until we actually look at the calendar and block time off. Otherwise, it's, you know, the month is busy. Everything just kind of creeps in a little bit. There's school plays, and there's shopping to get done, and there's cards to be sent, and there's parties for hosting, marshmallows for toasting, and caroling out in the snow. You can do all that stuff. So you, you got to make the time. we got, we, we, we got to bring the work year to a close. But... If we're going to make memories and spend time together, we've got to schedule it. You know, I hate that we have to, but you have to. You have to. And I would encourage you just to pull out that calendar and find days that you can just block off. Look at, look at things. What can I say no to this year? Well, that's fun, isn't it? When you can say, you know what? I, no, I can't go to that party. I'm sorry. We've got stuff to do as a family. No, I'm sorry. I can't work that overtime because we've we got plans. Find the time. Jesus encouraged us to do that. Matthew 11, he said, come to me, all you who are weary and you carry heavy burdens, come to me and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you, let me teach you because I am humble and gentle at heart and you will find rest for your souls. Jesus doesn't pile on, he wants to, he wants to lift burdens. So all these things that we're talking about today, they take intention and that's what, what Jesus says, I want you to deliberately Pay attention to me. I want you to choose to pay attention to me. And when you do that, you'll be able to enjoy the life that God has given you. So hopefully, for you, you already think, okay, I know things I, I want to do. And I'm, I'm going to work to find the time to do those things. Well, here's the next thing you've got to do. It's you've got to prepare. Preparation. Plan to make something happen. Because this is where... Good ideas go to die. This is where we all fall short, right here, is we have, we have the best of intentions. We know we're going to do things, but we stumble at the start. What, what do you need to do to, to make those memories, to have those, those moments? Do you need to buy tickets? Well, then buy them. Do you need to make a reservation? Well, then make a reservation. Do you need to uh, get, you know, gather some supplies together because you're going to make a special craft or whatever? Then, then get those things. Do, go to Hobby Lobby. You know, be prepared. Get it done so that then you'll be able to enjoy the time. 
I think about so many times in, in our lives that it was, oh, we, we meant to do that. I really wanted to, but I just let it go and let it go, and I, I never got around to it. Proverbs 21.5 is a great reminder. It says, good planning and hard work lead to prosperity, but hasty shortcuts lead to poverty. Fail to plan, you plan to fail. So don't forget, uh, prepare, plan for it. And here's, here's a curveball. Here's another one. If I could just challenge you with something else to keep in mind over the next four weeks is be creative. Creativity. Find a way to make something happen. What do you do when the memories that you've planned don't turn out the way you expected? I think we get discouraged. You know, a lot of us do. Or or you, you can get discouraged or you can get creative. How do you turn things around? What do you do instead? I have lost count now of how many years uh, we have planned to do some great thing as a family around the Christmas time, you know, whatever, and at the last minute somebody gets sick. I mean, it's every year. Every year somebody can't go to the restaurant. Somebody can't go to the to the, you know, to the event or whatever, we were going to go ice skating and now somebody hurt their, their ankle or whatever. I mean, it's just every, every year and you can't do anything about it. No matter how great your plans are, uh, sometimes things just don't work out. So don't forget to be flexible. Give yourself grace. And I, I know that's hard, especially when you've finally pulled everything together and something beyond your control happens. But don't panic. Don't let it steal your joy. The Apostle Paul encourages us then that in Philippians 4. He says, rejoice in the Lord always. And then just in case you didn't get it the first time, I'll say it again. Rejoice. See, I think when, when a lot of us, we think back on, on uh, you know, moments of the past and we have regrets. Because something didn't work out the way that we wanted it to. And we, got, we didn't respond really well. Maybe we got angry. We got our... We got ourselves all, all worked up, and we said some things that we didn't mean, and we wish we could go back and take it back, but you can't. Just be aware that over the next four weeks, there's probably going to be some curveballs. There's probably going to be some things in your life that uh, you know, aren't going to work out the way you'd hoped. But don't let a momentary disappointment create memories that you're not proud of. I love the movie The Christmas, A Christmas Story. It's my favorite and this year, uh, for December, that's what we're kind of building the sermon series around, like the, some of the major themes in the movie and looking at those how, you know, in our lives with our walk with Christ. But uh, I, actually, I just watched it again the other day. And uh, do you remember at the end of that movie when they're cooking the turkey? And, you know, they've been looking forward to it. That's like the big deal. They, they want the turkey. And so the mom's been working on it this, you know, all day long, and dad keeps going in there and trying to you know, she says, quit picking at it. You're going to get worms, you know, because it's not cooked yet. And he just keeps going because he's so excited. And, and it's almost finished. They're just about ready to eat it when the neighbor's dogs bust in the house. And, uh, and they eat it, make a mess all over the kitchen. You, you remember that scene of the movie when, when all that happens? And, and you watch that part. And, and the mom is over there crying. And the kids are standing there with their jaws on the floor. And they're just like, oh, no, what? Now, and you, and you see the, the dad there. And you just kind of brace for impact. Because you know he's getting ready to just let it all hang out. You know, he's, he's, he's really going to be angry and upset and lose his temper. But what does he do instead? 
He says, that's it. Grab your coats. We're going out to eat. And the movie, they, they create that great memory that just really brings the whole thing together. They're when they're at the Chinese restaurant. You remember that scene? It's great. And they're laughing and smiling, and the duck is smiling, you know. How, how many times do our plans end up like that? Where, man, I, I really wanted things to work out, but, oh, I was disappointed. Just stay flexible. Be joyful in every circumstance. That's what the Scripture tells us. Rejoice in the Lord always. And I'll say it again, rejoice. Well, here's the last thing I'd really like to ask you to do this year. Is grab some mementos. Show that something happened. You know, that's not too hard for us. Most of the time, we've all got cameras in our pockets nowadays, you know, or social media. We're, we're always kind of looking for the great shots. So maybe that's not too difficult. But, uh, you know, when the shepherds came to see Jesus, it says that Mary remembered all those things and she thought about them often. They didn't have cameras back then. What did they do? They wrote it down. They wrote things down so that they would remember. And they recorded and, and they just so that it would stick with them. And they told the stories and retold the stories. So as you're creating memories, don't forget to take pictures. You know, save a program from a play or, or pick up a rock from the hiking trail that you walk on. Or, uh, you know, go buy, you know, if you're traveling, going out of town, get a coffee mug. Stop at a gas station, get a coffee mug, and you drink coffee out of it and just kind of be reminded of, of that trip and that place and, and, and that thing. You know, in the, in the Christmas story, you remember that Jesus, there were three wise men who came, and they brought gifts. You remember there's three gifts that they brought. I heard about that. That uh, when they showed up, the first wise men said, here I am and I bring you frankincense. And the second wise men said, I've got something for you. I bring you gold. And the third wise men said, but wait, there's myrrh. <laughs> See, I'm going to remember this moment. Y'all sit there and look at me with those blank stares. Don't take a picture of that. <laughs> well, one thing that we do as a family, you know, think about memories and you know, getting things to stick. One thing that we do every, and you can ask my kids, we do this every single week, every single Sunday. When we leave church, uh, I always ask them, before we pull out of the parking lot, as we're getting ready to make the left turn on the Brown Austin, I ask, hey, what was one thing that stood out to you today from church? What was something that you learned? What was something that just, what was something that struck you? And usually with my kids, they're always, it's some goofy thing. It's like, oh, did you see that somebody dropped coffee? It was hilarious, man. They got coffee all over themselves. Or, you know, or, or oh, that thing you said, dad, yeah, you told that joke and it bombed. Man, I was just dying laughing. It's, you know, and I, that's, that's the stuff that sticks out to them. And I don't, I don't care about that because I just know that at least they're paying attention. And I'm hoping that they're making great memories and, and that uh, they will know that God loves them and they'll want to follow him faithfully. I don't care if it is the, the goofy stuff. Because if you remember the goofy stuff, there's a good chance you're going to remember the important stuff too. Around the holidays, we always ask the kids. Usually, we're sitting around eating. I always ask, what was your favorite part of Christmas this year? 
What did you like the most? And they'll start talking and conversations start flowing. And, uh, and, it's, and, and they're always great and we laugh and sometimes we groan because of that silly thing that happened, you know. But, but even when things didn't go as we planned, we celebrate the time that we spent together. And that's what we want to do right now. As a church family, we want to do something that will be a memory with some mementos for us to remember that something happened. So I'm going to invite the band to come on up if you guys want to start making your way up to the front of the stage. And if you've got your ornaments, what we're going to do again is just when you're ready, whenever you're ready, uh, you can come on up and hang your, your ornament on the tree and then come over and, and take the Lord's Supper together. But uh, let, me, let me have a prayer for us. Father, we thank you for this opportunity for us to just come before you as we celebrate Christmas and all that this means for us. And we're reminded that uh, a lot of times plans just don't work out the way that we hoped that they would. I know today for some of us, those plans could be minor. Maybe we, we didn't get the we didn't get the reservation that we hoped for the restaurant or, or somebody gets sick at the last minute and kind of puts a damper on a day. For others of us, it's, the disappointment is a lot deeper than that. Because for some of us, maybe it has meant that there's a, someone we love that's not with us this year. Or there has uh, been hurt, there's been anger somebody has said something and now there's relationships that are fractured and we wish we could rewind the tape a little bit and go back and unsay some of the things that have been said but we can't so I, I just I know Lord that in this room there's a lot of hope but there's also a lot of fear and there's pain but what I know about this time of the year, Lord, is that the birth of Christ, it points us to something so much greater than the stuff we're dealing with. It gives us hope that we need for living. It gives us everything that we need to just to maintain our relationship with you. So I pray that this season you would help us to slow ourselves down. And even in the hard moments when we feel hurting we're disappointed would you just dry our dry our tears and help to shine the, the light and the hope of Christ in our hearts in a way that just helps us to to know confidently that everything's going to be okay because you are with us because we have Emmanuel that you're with us we thank you for that truth today. And it's in Jesus' name I pray. Amen.